Welcome to the Victory of the Lamb podcast. We are a simple, straightforward Bible teaching church located in Katy, Texas. If you're in the area, we'd love for you to stop by anytime. Otherwise, we hope you use this podcast to grow in your faith and be confident in sharing that faith with many. You can find us online at VOTL.org. We hope you enjoy this message. God bless your week. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. This morning we're going to look at our Old Testament reading from Ezekiel. Uh, we'll look at our other readings as well. But first, I have four children. Uh, my, my, they're all a little bit older now. My oldest is now actually in Martin Luther College. She's trained to be a teacher. Uh, it's her first year there. She's a freshman. Uh, my, my oldest son is a sophomore in high school. Um, I'm sorry, junior. I said the wrong thing. My wife's right there, so she looked at me like I was a fool, and I am a fool. She knows. Um, he's a junior now. Man, he's growing fast. My second, my, my second oldest son, he is, uh, he's, a, he's an eighth grader, and my youngest child, she is 11 years old. And they're all a bit older now, but when they were small, like really small, I used to be scared all the time. Because I was afraid I would lose one. It was my worst fear that I would lose a child. And we'd be at the park, we went almost every day, and I'd be watching everywhere to make sure I knew where all the kids were. Shopping to me was a terrifying experience. In fact, I had a recurring nightmare of running up and down the aisles of Walmart, the toy aisles of Walmart, trying to find my kids. I, I couldn't find where they were. I'm better now, by the way. It's mostly over that. Thank you. I appreciate it. And mostly over my trauma. That's with four kids. That's just four kids. I, I, I can't imagine having to watch out for more. Ezekiel was given the charge of an entire nation of children. Now, they weren't literally children, but they sure act, acted like it. They were disobedient. They were troublesome. They wouldn't listen to any command or, or, or warning. Now, just by the way, that's not my kids. My kids were wonderful children, and they still are. Right, Titus? Yeah. <laughs> Great kids. Um, but these, these people of Israel were just like the worst I can't imagine being a babysitter for all these people, and yet this is what God gave him to do. He commanded Ezekiel to watch over this troublesome nation of Israel. As for you, son of man, I have made you a watchman for the house of Israel. When you hear a word from my mouth, give them a warning from me. If I say to the wicked, wicked one, you will surely die, but you do not speak out to warn him about his way, that wicked person will die for his iniquity. Yet I will hold you responsible for his blood. But if you warn a wicked person to turn away from his way, and he doesn't turn from it, he will die for his iniquity, but you will have rescued yourself. Now as for you, son of man, say to the house of Israel, you have said this, our transgressions and our sins are heavy on us, and we are wasting away because of them. How then can we survive? Tell them, as I live, this is the declaration of the Lord God. I take no pleasure in the death of the wicked, but rather that the wicked person should turn from his way and live. Repent! Repent! 
Repent of your evil ways. Why will you die, house of Israel? Ezekiel was called to be a watchman. Now, now a watchman would typically be standing on the city walls or in a tower, looking away from the city, right? Watching the, the, the land around the city. Their job was to watch to always be on guard, to look for any enemy that might be trying to get close and attack. If if that watchman didn't do his job, if he stopped watching because he was lazy or fell asleep, the entire city might be destroyed. The people might be lost. His job was to give warning to the people inside, to let them know to prepare, to watch out for any danger coming. It was an extremely important job. Now, Ezekiel was a little bit different of a watchman because he didn't look out at the area around. He was supposed to watch the people themselves, to watch over them, to protect them from enemies of sin and temptation. It wasn't his job to go searching around in their lives to try and find everything wrong about them, but he was supposed to keep watch for things that were pulling them away from the one true God, to warn them when things weren't going well to let them know that they were in danger. And if he didn't do his job, well, God had a warning for him. If you recall, he said to him, if you do not speak out to warn him about his way, that wicked person will die for his iniquity, yet I will hold you responsible for his blood. Being a watchman on the tower or on the walls of the city was extremely important, but... Ezekiel's job was far more important because we're not talking about physical life, we're talking about eternity. Warning these people about their spiritual welfare to keep them safe from themselves and also the temptations around them. Ezekiel's job was extremely important. Thank God He doesn't ask us to do that, right? Can you imagine if God wanted us to be watchmen? To watch out for others? to carefully make sure that no one else was falling into sin or temptation. Can you imagine if we had to do that? Oh, so much work. Just think how many times we would have failed. Look at our lives and how many times we've seen other people in sin and we thought to ourselves, that's not my job. I'll let someone else take care of this. Or maybe we're afraid what they'll say to us if we warn them. Might wreck our relationship with them, right? We have turned a blind eye. We'd have ignored sin. And sometimes we even encourage them. I'm so happy for you in this sinful thing you're doing. How many times have we, would have we failed as watchmen over God's people? But the thing is, we know that we have been called to be watchmen. We maybe have ignored that job, But it's our responsibility. It's not just pastor's job. It's our job. Not to search into people's lives and look for everything they've done wrong, but to lovingly, carefully watch over them so that if we see temptation in their lives, we can warn them so that they're spiritually safe. And how often have we failed? Do the words from Ezekiel hurt you? I know it pierces me. To recognize my failures as a watchman. How many times I have failed to warn family and friends and people I know. 
of the sins in their lives. It brings me to my knees and I need to cry out, Lord, forgive me for my sins. I have failed as your watchman. And I'm guessing I'm not the only one. So what now? This house full of failed watchmen. What about us now? For all the times that we have failed to warn God's people. Jesus doesn't keep us hanging. He, he wants us to know that we are forgiven. Yes, we're forgiven too for all the times we have failed. All the iniquity for all the times we have not warned others. Jesus took that to Calvary. He nailed it to the cross along with all the rest of our sins and our failures. God says, you will be charged with their iniquity. And Jesus said, but I've taken it up. We have been forgiven. Forgiven watchmen. Restored. God doesn't see our mistakes and our failures all the times we have ignored sin in people's lives. He sees Jesus' perfection. We're filled with His love, with His mercy, His forgiveness, and that's what changes us. It changes who we are. God says, you are my watchmen. You are to care and protect. Paul reminds us in Him we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses, according to the riches of His grace that He richly poured out on us through all wisdom and understanding. I love that passage from Ephesians. But also from our, our Gospel lesson for today, Jesus reminds us of our role as not only warners, but also forgivers of sin. For I tell you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Your sins have been loosed. We have been forgiven. Sin is no more. And that's what makes our role as watchmen over His people so important. Knowing that our sins are gone, and that we have now a responsibility to warn others. To look at our brothers and sisters in Christ, just like Jesus watched over His friends and all people. Just as Ezekiel had to watch over the people of Israel. Just as Paul was called to watch as well. We do it not to pull people down and make them feel bad about themselves and make us look better. We don't warn so we can pat ourselves on the back and say, ah, wish you were more like me. We warn because we recognize the danger of sin because we too have faced sin and fallen so very often. But we too know the salvation that Jesus has given to us who don't deserve it. So we go to our brothers and sisters in Christ and let them know both the warning and the forgiveness that we have in Christ. But what does that look like? What does that really look like in action? Paul gives us a great example today in our letter to the Galatians. He's, he's talking to the Galatians about the time that he was in Antioch. Him and Barnabas were preaching and teaching there. And, and Peter was also there. Also working and serving the Lord. But then there's a problem. Peter, this great pillar, this man of, of godly love and mercy who knew how much God had forgiven him over and over and over again, was tempted. 
You see, when people came, certain men from Jerusalem came, they claimed to be Christians, but they also had a false message to share. They told the people at, at, at Antioch, sure, you're a Christian, but you aren't really saved unless you live like a Jew. Peter knew better. Peter knew that was a lie, that that was not what Jesus proclaimed. And yet Peter was worried. He was worried how he would look in front of these Jews, so he stopped hanging out with the Gentiles, stopped spending time with them. Instead, he, he allowed this false teaching to draw him into temptation and sin. Paul was not okay with that because he saw the danger not just for Peter, but for Barnabas and all the other Jews and also the, all the Gentiles in Antioch who were trying to be convinced that yes, you must live and act a certain way to be saved. Instead of being pointed to Jesus, they were being pointed back to themselves. And Paul was worried, concerned about these fellow Christians. So he went to Paul, not to Peter, excuse me, to Peter, and he warned them, we who are Jews by birth and not sinful Gentiles know that a person is justi not justified by the works of the law, but by faith in Jesus Christ. So we too have put our faith in Christ Jesus that we might be justified by faith in Christ and not by works of the law. Because by the works of the law, no one will be justified. This was hard for Paul. It must have been scary for Paul because he had to go to his buddy Peter and say, Peter, what are you doing, man? Watch out. You are falling in a sin. And not only you, but you're leading all these other people in a sin with you. Peter, Watch out. I care about you. And Peter repented. And Paul got to share the great message of salvation to him. This is what we do. We see a fellow Christian in trouble, tempted by sin, whether it's a family member, a friend, or an acquaintance, or just some stranger at church that we don't know that well. If we see them in danger, we're called to watch over them to warn them because we love them, because we know the love of God for us and for that individual. Not to ignore, not to turn a blind eye, to let them keep on sinning, but out of love and knowing the compassion of our God, we go to them and share the, the message of law and when they repent, to proclaim peace. God's love, God's mercy, God's forgiveness. Just like Paul, just like Ezekiel, just like every other Christian God has called, you and I, brothers and sisters in Christ, are called to be watchmen, to care, to love, to warn. I have made you a watchman for the people of Israel. So hear the word I speak and give them warning from me. Say to them, as surely as I live, declares the sovereign Lord, I take no pleasure in the death of the wicked, but rather that they turn from their ways and live. Turn. Turn from your evil ways. Why will you die, people of Israel? Brothers and sisters in Christ, we're saved. We know our God. We know His love. We know that He has called us to be watchmen, to watch over each other, to warn each other, and of course, to forgive each other. And by God's strength and by His mercy, we will have the power to be the watchman that He has called us to be. Amen.
and the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. We know your time is precious. Thank you so much for investing some of your time with us today. If you're enjoying this podcast, would you be so kind as to click to follow our show and give us a five-star rating? That's a quick and easy way to help us get the message of truth out to more people. Thank you so much. God bless your day in Christ.